Beloved, the end-time move of God is to be heralded and manifested by the Glorious Church. The Glorious Church is the Church that is rooted and built up in Christ Jesus. Our desire is to be part of the Glorious Church. Thus, in view of this, this prayer meeting is geared towards making us believers in Christ Jesus, rooted and built up that is set in place. As we pray and fast for 21 days this month of April in the center of God's will, we are certain of the manifestation of our answered prayers. We pray that you are richly blessed of God as you partake in this spiritual exercise. Listen and pray along with God's servant Pastor Chandi Ohahuna. Jesus is Lord. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Um, I want to welcome you to the ninth day of our prayer meeting. And um, I believe that you've been blessed thus far. I want to appreciate everyone person who has been praying with us. I want to trust God that you have been enjoying your time in prayer and you have been getting enlightened by the word of God. Yeah, this prayer meeting is tagged rooted and built up in Christ. Praise the Lord forevermore. And um, it's been awesome because we are getting to know what it takes to be rooted in Christ and praying prayers in that line. Alright, and um, I, I want to appreciate God for the word he has been giving to us and for the revelation and the insight we have been getting. Amen to Jesus forevermore. Now we understood that um, the, uh, our anchor scripture is Colossians chapter 2 verse 7 which states, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as he had been taught. Abounding therein with thanksgiving, praise the Lord forevermore. And uh, we understood that um, the word rooted is from the Greek word rizu, and rizu has uh, quite a number of phrases that explains it uh, according to Taya. And um, these phrases are to cause to strike root, to strengthen with roots, to render firm, to fix, establish. To cause a person or thing to be thoroughly grounded, to become stable, praise God forevermore. And by the help of the Holy Spirit in the past um, seven days, we've been able to do a little study on to cause to strike roof, to, to strengthen with roots, to render firm, to fix. And now we started off to be established yesterday. And I want to believe God that we learned quite a lot and we prayed in line with God's word. We learned um, yesterday that um, establishment comes by virtue of the gift of the spirit by virtue of the gift of the spirit and um we are uh, we, we did quite a lot yesterday and we trust god that what we did um is going to go a long way in our life today we're going to be continuing um establishment by the gift of the spirit amen to jesus we're going to be continue it and the, and the anchor scripture remains romans chapter 1 verse 11 um apostle paul speaking yes if i long to see you that i may impart unto you some spiritual gifts to the end ye may be established that's the King James Version. The Bible in basic English translation says, For I long, I have a strong desire to see you and to give you some grace of the Spirit so that you may be made strong. Praise God forevermore. Um, yesterday we understood that the gift of the Spirit are free and they are given to us a new birth. And um, um, we, have, we, we are meant to recognize them and maximize them. Praise the Lord forevermore. Amen. And we understood that they come and that they are given by the Holy Spirit and they are activated by impartation and by the laying of the hands of the presbytery. By the grace of God, tomorrow I'm going to be talking a little on um, um, impartation and laying on the hands of the presbytery for the activation of gifts. Praise God forevermore. Today we're going to be going into the gift of the Spirit, the spiritual gift. What is the body spiritual gift? Uh, I believe some of us, when we um, listened yesterday, we were expecting to hear. The, this question and to get the answer because I didn't really go down and go well going to that yesterday. So today we're going to be going into what is spiritual gift. Now the word the, the word spiritual is from the Greek word um, 
nomaticals, 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 and nomaticals um, means um, belonging to the divine spirit. That is to say, of God, the Holy Spirit. That is uh, what belongs to God, the Holy Spirit. Another word that, another phrase that uh, Peya uses to define nomaticals is one who is filled with and governed by the Spirit of God. Praise God forevermore. So, spiritual is what? It's the word nomaticals, and nomaticals means belonging to the divine spirit, that is that which belongs to God, the Holy Spirit, and one who is filled and governed by the Spirit of God. All right, now the, the, the word for the, 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 the Greek word for gifts is the word charisma, beautiful charisma, charisma, charisma. Um, and that's where you get the word charisma from, actually. Praise God forevermore. That's where you get the word charisma from. People say he has a beautiful charisma. That's the root word for charisma. Praise God forevermore. All right, and charisma, Thea defines charisma as a favor with which one receives without any merit of his own. Wow. A favor with which one receives without any merit of it. So that's why I made us understand that this comes, the, the gift of the, of, of the Holy Spirit is given to us at new birth because it's a favor and you receive it without any merit of yours. Same way salvation is received without merit. Christ merited salvation for us and we receive it without having to merit it. Same way the gift is given to us without having to merit it. So when you hear people say, Oh, I received this gift, I fasted, I prayed, I, I, I sowed seed, I did this, I sacrificed to get the gift. There's something spiritually and technically wrong with that that declaration are you getting what i'm saying it comes at new birth you don't merit it you don't work to get it same way you don't merit salvation nobody fast and pray to get salvation praise god salvation is merited by jesus and given to us at new when, 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 we, when, we, when we stretch out our hands and receive him same way the gift is given to you when you, when you get born again uh, it comes alongside the salvation praise the lord same way the measure of faith is given to you at new birth the bible says we are all we are, we are dealt unto everyone the measure of faith everyone receives the measure of faith when we get born again it's left for us to begin to develop our faith as we go on in our walk with god but if you want to remain at the measure of faith no problem god doesn't have a problem with you but just know that there are some things that your faith cannot command because you've not developed it and that's, that's why i say a lot of christians they, they they take to different measures cheating lying and doing different things because they refuse to develop their faith one thing is that anything you can get by cheating you can actually get better by faith praise god anything you can get by lying you can actually get far better by faith i'm talking from my relationship with god and an understanding of working with god anything you think you can get by working with the worldly worldly measure you can get it far better by working by faith praise the lord forevermore so gift is what um uh, uh, a favor which one receives without any merit of his own number two is a gift of divine grace of divine grace and the bible says we are we are saved by grace through faith are we together praise god and so it's it gift comes by divine grace so same way salvation came by divine grace gift comes by what divine grace you can see that it's all unmerited it's all free praise god and it means it also means the gift of faith knowledge holiness virtue and um, faith that like i said just not by law that he had dwelt he had dealt to all of us the measure of faith the measure of faith faith is a gift at new birth it's called the measure of faith god gives you that measure for you to start trading in the realms of the spirit for manifestation physically praise god forevermore and knowledge is also a gift the knowledge of the holy is a gift at new birth praise god but you have to develop it remember when Solomon asked the lord for for after he made the sacrifice and he asked the lord for for knowledge and wisdom god gave it to him god did not ask him for another sacrifice again before he gave it to him you get what i'm saying so the knowledge of the holy the knowledge of christ is a gift that we are given at new birth praise god 
God. And holiness is a gift also we are given at new birth. We are made holy in Christ, praise God. And then we are not to walk it out as we want it and walk with God. And then virtue is also given to us. Now, these are deposits that are given to us at new birth so we can be able to develop them as we walk with God. Nobody is a superman. Any Christian you see who is doing well in his Christian life is not a superman. I beg to make you understand something. The same gift that we're giving to him, we're also giving to you. Praise God forevermore. Same gift. He was given the gift of faith, knowledge, holiness, um, holiness and virtue. He was made holy in Christ. And same thing happened to you. We all have the same thing. Praise God forevermore. The same gifts have we been given. And it's left for us to receive them and work on them. But a lot of Christians don't want to receive the gift. They don't, they, want, they, they don't want to maximize the gift. So they live their life below the standards that God has for them. And then the fifth word that explains gift is the economy of divine grace. I like this word. The economy of divine grace. The economy of divine grace. It, 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 when we talk about the economy of divine grace, we talk about the, the, the workings of divine grace. When we talk about the economy of his, uh, 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 we're talking about the, the, the workings of a society, especially the financial workings of a society, the laws of demand and supply. So we're talking about economy of divine grace. We're talking about the laws of demand and supply that governs divine grace. What is the law of demand and supply that governs divine grace? God is ever on the supply. Jesus has placed the demand on grace for us. Our work is to receive. Praise God forevermore. So the economy of divine grace is Jesus placed the demand on God's supply of grace for you and your job is to keep receiving the grace. That's the economy of divine grace. Praise God. It says the economy of divine grace by which the pardon of the pardon of sin and eternal salvation is appointed to sinners in consideration of the merits of Christ laid hold of by faith. You see that? So, in consideration of what the merits of Christ laid hold on by faith. So, the economy of divine grace is the pardon given to sinner, the supply of grace given to sinner. As a result of what the merit of Christ, Christ merited it, amen, to Jesus. And we are to lay hold of it by what? By faith, glory to God forevermore, amen, to Jesus. And then number, the fifth definition of this um, gift is what? The, is, it is grace or gifts denoting extraordinary powers, hallelujah, extraordinary, not just ordinary power, extraordinary powers, distinguishing certain Christians and enabling them to serve the church of Christ. The reception of which is due to the power of divine grace operating on their souls by the Holy Spirit. Amen to Jesus. Extraordinary powers distinguishing certain Christians. Why does it distinguish certain Christians? Because these Christians in question have received the gifts. Amen. And they have maximized his amen to Jesus. There is nothing that is special about any Christian. Every Christian has been given the grace of God. But when you maximize the grace of God, you begin to operate in the extraordinary. What is the extraordinary? It's just the extra added to the ordinary. So a Christian, Apostle Paul said, I labor more abundantly than them all. Is that what he said? Amen. And he said, I did this because of the grace of God that was made available to me. A Christian that goes the extra mile to labor, Apostle Paul said, count them of double honor who labor in the world and in doctrine. He says, count them of all, not just honor, but of all, double honor. So a Christian who goes the extra mile to labor in the world and in doctrine, in prayer, one thing for sure is that he'll be counted of double honor. Number two, he'll be what? Distinguished from every other Christian. Praise God. Although we all, we have all received the same thing, but what when one chooses to 
go the extra mile, you'll be distinguished. Amen to Jesus. And then it enables us serve, it enables Christians serve the church of Jesus. That means to say the gift of God enables us, the gift of the Holy Spirit enables us serve the church. That's why I see a lot of Christians don't know how to serve the church of Jesus. You see them, they come, I'm talking from experience in my work with the Lord and in the work of the ministry and in pioneering church ministry. I have seen a lot of Christians, all they care for is money, 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 money. They go to where they can pay them a better pay. They go to where they can uh, give them money for their for their house rent, money for their clothes, money for their this, money for that. And you wonder, do people still want to serve the Lord again? I, I, I remember when I was a, a teenager, I knew of some guys who used to play the, with musical instruments. I, I, I used to make the noise on the, on the keyboard and I just, let me say, also make the noise on the drums then. I could manage to be a church drummer and I knew of some guys who used to play the musical instruments and they collect pay. So the song, it was that terrible that when they play for your church, and you refuse to pay them, they take your, your, your bass guitar or they take your keyboard. It was a serious hiring business. But today, a whole lot of them who did that, I don't see them again. They phased away, praise the Lord forevermore. Why? Because they were, they, were, they were being paid to serve the church. But you are not meant to be paid to serve the church. By, you are meant to serve the church as a result of the grace of God on your life. And you do it joyfully. Praise the Lord forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. You don't have to be hyalin. Amen to Jesus. And then um, this, and this comes as a result of what? The reception which is due to the power of divine grace. Operating on the souls by the Holy Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit operating on the... It didn't say operating on the Spirit. It says operating on the souls. So this divine, the Holy Spirit has to operate on, the, on your soul for you to be able to give the extra to the to your to, to your Christian life so you can develop your study life, your prayer life, and then you can be enabled to serve the church. Praise the Lord forevermore. That's why I say a lot of people cannot serve the church because they are not giving the extra. They're not giving the extra. They're not ready to give the extra so they cannot serve the church. So what the spiritual gift? Spiritual gift is a favor of the Holy Spirit which with which one receives without any merit of his own. By this favor one is filled and governed by the holy spirit you see that number one spiritual gift is what a favor of the holy spirit by with which one receives without any merit of his own by this favor one is filled and governed by the holy spirit so how do i know somebody who is spiritually gifted he is governed he's filled and governed by the holy spirit yeah so you know, people say, ah, this there's a say the yellow people say we need we, we don't need gift, we need fruit of the spirit, we need the fruit, the fruit, the fruit is more important than the gift. No, 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 that, that's incomplete. It may be it is not co co completely correct, praise God. How do you know somebody who is spiritually gifted? He's filled with the Holy Spirit and is governed by the Holy Spirit. A person who is filled by the Holy Spirit and governed by the Holy Spirit cannot sin. Are you get what I'm saying? See, these these people they merchandise the gift. No, a person who is filled by the Holy Spirit and governed by the Holy Spirit can and not merchandise the gift. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> a person who is filled by the Holy Spirit and governed by the Holy Spirit cannot be committing, cannot be, be manifesting the gift and also habitually committing sin. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that's what we need to understand. That's a simple thing we need to understand. Amen. Number two, the um, spiritual gift is the gift of divine grace that is of the Holy Spirit. By this gift, one is filled and governed by the Holy Spirit. Two major words that comes again, filled and governed by what? The Holy Spirit. Number three, the gift, uh, spiritual gift is a gift of faith, a gift of knowledge, holiness, virtue, by the Holy Spirit. 
By this gift, one is also what? Filled and covered by the Holy Spirit. So how do you know a person that is operating in spiritual gift? You see the knowledge of the Holy in him. You see the knowledge of Christ operating in him. You see holiness operating in him. You see virtue operating in him. You see faith operating in this person. Any person that operates in this, in this gift, person cannot habitually sin. That person cannot merchandise the gift of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why we need a spiritually gifted church today. Amen. Number four, what is the gift of the Holy Spirit? The gift of the Spirit is what? The economy of divine grace by which the pattern of sin and eternal salvation is appointed to sinners in consideration of the merits of Christ laid on by faith. This is made possible by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on all flesh. Church chapter 2 verse 28 said, And I poured my spirit upon all flesh. Amen to just Not upon all flesh, upon all flesh. And on, on the day of, on, on, the, 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 the Holy Spirit was poured on all flesh when Jesus gave his when Jesus gave up the ghost on the cross, not on the day of Pentecost. On the day of Pentecost, what happened was that the Holy Spirit it filled those that were in the upper room, praise God. But the outpouring of the Holy Spirit came, happened in the cross, on the cross of Calvary. When Jesus gave up the ghost, the Holy Spirit was poured on all flesh. If you look at the word flesh there, in the Hebrew, it talks about this flesh, everything that has flesh. So both animal life and human life, the Holy Spirit was poured upon all. And the reason why the Holy Spirit can reprove the word of sin and of, of, and of righteousness is because he has been poured on all flesh. That's why he can reprove sinners. Amen. If he was not poured on all flesh, he cannot reprove sinners. So it was not, the Holy Spirit was not poured on only the born again Christians. No, he was not poured on those who were in, in the 120 in, 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 in Acts chapter 2. In the day of Pentecost, no, he was he filled them on that day, but before that day, he was poured on all flesh. Praise the Lord forevermore. So, this happens when the Holy Spirit is poured on all flesh. Praise the Lord forevermore. Amen to Jesus. As a result of this, one is filled and governed by the Holy Spirit. Amen to Jesus. And then, number five, the gift of the Spirit is a grace or gifts denoting extraordinary powers, distinguishing certain Christians and enable them to serve the church of Christ the reception of which is due to the power of divine grace operating on their souls by the Holy Spirit. Now the Holy Spirit owns these gifts and distributes them as he wills, as he what? Wills. Now how do you know a person who is operating in spiritual gifts? He serves the church of Christ. He serves the church of Christ wholeheartedly without requiring anything, without needing anything. He serves the church of Christ joyfully, excitedly. Are you getting what I'm saying? By the privilege of God's grace, my, my, my parents are, 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 are servants of God and my, my biological parents and my in-laws are also servants of God. Now, these two um, um, parents I have, I discovered that even at this their age, I will not call them old, uh, old age. They are still in their young age. You see them, you call them and they tell you, we are out on evangelism. We are going for, for, for church for, for church program. My parents still go and they clean the church for young people for them to come and see that. They are still serving God joyfully. My parents don't collect salary for serving God. Both parents, they don't collect salary for serving God. They are excitedly serving God in their local churches. Just excited. I remember when my younger sister uh, well, um, passed on. One day after she passed on, I went to the house that day to see my parents on the one year anniversary and as I went to the house to see my parents my parents told me and hey, we have a program in church we are going to church and I'm like wow is this are these people that their, their child passed on joyfully excitedly serving God that is the proof of the gift of the spirit are we together that's the proof of spiritual gift they are excitedly serving God one of the signs that you are a spiritual you are spiritually gifted is that you excitedly serve the church of Jesus praise God forevermore the Holy Spirit distributes these gifts as he wills now if you look at first Corinthians chapter 12 verse 4 to 
um, 11, but you can go through 13. You can see these gifts, amen, to Jesus. I'm not, I want you to read them on your own, but I'm going to be bringing out some words for us. It says, verse, verse 4 says, Now there are diversity of gifts. See the word diversity, different of type of gifts, but the same spirit. What does that mean? There are different gifts, but it's the same spirit that operates these gifts. So you cannot say there is a better gift or there is a lesser gift. Why? Because the same spirit operates the gift. And it says, and there are differences of administration, but the same Lord. That means the, the, the administration of these gifts it is different. God gives, administers, the, the Holy Spirit administers them in different ways, but it's the same Lord administering them. And then it says, and there are diversity of operations. So these gifts operate in different ways. It says, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. So one thing to know is diversity of gifts, the same spirit, difference of administration, the same Lord, diversity of operations, but the same God. So we have different gifts, different way the Holy Spirit administers them, and different way they administer, and then different way they operate. So the way the gifts in my life may operate may be different from the way the gifts in your life may operate. But the most important thing is that it's the same what spirit is the same lord and if you go further it says but the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all so why does the holy spirit give us this manifestation so we can profit we can all the word profit with all the word with all means everyone that means for everyone to profit so why does god the holy spirit give us this gift so that we the church can profit from it not for one person to profit from it are you getting what i'm saying not for one man to merchandise it when it's one man profiting from the gift then there is a problem there's a spiritual and technical issue the purpose of gift is for every one of us to do what to profit from it and then it goes for that to help us understand the gift the spirit but word of wisdom word of knowledge faith Gift of healings, working of miracles, prophecy, descending of spirits, diverse type of kinds of tongues, and interpretation of tongues. Nine of them. What is the purpose of this? For the whole church to profit. So, child of God, if your gift is only making you profit, there is a problem somewhere. You are doing something wrong. You get what I'm saying? The purpose of the gift is for every one of us to profit, for us to profit with all, for all to profit. Amen to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, now, but all these gifts, the, 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 for, for us, um, the, 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 for, from the fifth definition of gift, we learn that it is given to Christians to enable us serve the church of Christ. I'm placing the emphasis on this over and again. To enable us to what? Serve the church of Christ. Not extort the church of Christ. But to do what? Serve the church of Christ. Amen. We only get established in faith and in Christ when we serve this church. This we can only do when we use the gift of the Holy Spirit. He has given to us. Are we together? We only get established in Christ and we serve the church. And this we can only do when we use the gift. Stop hiding your gift. Use it in the church. Use it in the church. That is your only place of establishment. Praise God. These gifts are nine in numbers. And every Christian is given gift or gifts to enable us preach the gospel. Serve the church of Jesus Christ and become established. That's the purpose of the gift. Enable us what? Preach the gospel, serve the church of Jesus, and become what? Established. So, when are you are you preaching the gospel? Are you serving the church of Jesus? Are you established? If you're asking that question, then go back to the gift that God has given to you. Amen to Jesus. Discovering, activating, and manifestation, manifesting of our gift is a major prerequisite for establishment. Are you getting what I'm saying? Discovering our gift, activating it, and manifesting is a major prerequisite for establishment. Why do we have a lot of Christians who are not established? They've not discovered the gift. Those who have discovered have not activated. Those who have activated are not manifesting. And you get what I'm saying? We have to do this three for us to be established. We receive and discover 
our gift by the revelation of the Holy Spirit. We learn that it comes by prophecy. Apostle Paul told Timothy, neglect not the gift that came up, that a gift that, um, that, that's in you that came by prophecy, which is the Holy Spirit. It comes by prophecy. We activate it or them by the laying on of hands by the presence or by impartation. Amen to Jesus. And then we manifest them by constant usage in season and out of season. So you cannot say, oh, um, at this time, I, I, I'm down, I cannot use my gift. No, you can never have a downtime where you cannot use your gift. Are you getting what I'm saying? If I, when you are feeling spiritually, let me know, when you are feeling down in your soul, that's when you should use your gift the more. Amen. I've understood something that the more I teach the word of God, the more I get excited. Are you getting what I'm saying? The more, even when challenges are there, when I can teach the word of God, I get more excited. Because the way God did, why does he wire our giftings to benefit all? That means to say, you're only benefiting when you are benefiting somebody. Are you getting what I'm saying? You're only benefiting from the gift when somebody is getting blessed. So the gift is actually designed to bless somebody. And in return, when somebody is getting blessed, you are getting blessed. So consistently discovering of the gift, activating of the gift, and manifesting of the gift. Use the gift. No matter what you are going through, use your gift. Don't get so discouraged that you don't use your gift. Apostle Paul told Timothy, do not allow anybody despise your gift. Don't let anybody talk down your gift. Don't let anybody derogate your gift to the bottom. Don't let anybody tell you that you cannot use your gift. If the environment you are in is not permitting you to use your gift, look for a suitable environment to use your gift. But by all means, use your gift. Maximize your gift. Make the most of your gift. It's only on the ground you can be established in Christ. Let's pray this prayer point together. Say, in the name of Jesus, sweet Holy, sweet Holy Spirit, I ask that you lead me to those you have destined to impact me for my gifts to be activated and I receive grace to constantly use my gifts in season and out of season. Come on, pray that prayer at this moment. Holy Spirit of the living God, I ask that you lead me to those you have destined to impact me for my gift to be activated. And I ask, Lord, that you, I receive grace to constantly use my gift in season and out of season. In the name of the Lord Jesus. 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 Zimbrandu satari adabasa. Li kalizu rubondi bibalata liyazuntaya. Rege di balanzu brendi liyada shandra babadi atoksha. Lord Holy Spirit, lead me to those who, who, who you are destined, who you are destined, who you, you, who you set aside to impact me, the presbytery, those you have destined to, to, to impact me for the gift you have presented me to be activated. And Lord, cause me to maximize my gift fully. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that this is our prayers. Lord, let this be a reality in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. Blessed be your name forever in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now at this point, I want to be praying for everyone who has not made Jesus their Lord and personal Savior. You can't get into this package of, of, of the Christian life. If you know you want to get into this package, you first have to make Jesus your Lord and personal Savior. And if you know you want to do that, I want you to say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I know that you died and resurrected for me. I know your blood washed my sins away. Today, I come to you. I receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. I choose to follow you all the days of my life. I choose to say no to the devil and to save all the days of my life. I receive grace to serve you and love you. Thank you, Jesus, 
in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone who has made this prayer. I thank you for accepting them in their, in their beloved. I thank you for receiving, for, for, for giving them the grace to serve you and to serve the church and to follow you all the days of their life. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, in the name of Jesus. Now, I want to pray for a particular set of people. Um, um, I think it was yesterday or earlier this morning, the Lord began to tell me to make this prayer. If you have been watching this broadcast and you, you feel led in your spirit that the Lord uh, um, has designated me to pray for you, for the gift of God in your life to be activated. If you know that you are feeling led in your spirit to receive this prayer, it's not for everybody, it's for only those who are led in their spirit. Just um, receive this prayer as I pray for you. Lord, I pray for everyone who you have designated me to pray for them, to impact them, to lay my hands on them, Lord, and to um, activate the gift in their life. Sweet Holy Spirit of God, distant is no barrier. As I stretch forth my hands, I by the Spirit lay hands on them, and I decree every gift in them that is laying dormant. I command the gift to be activated now in the name of Jesus. I command the gift to be activated in the name of Jesus. I command the gift to be activated in the name of Jesus. I command the gift to be activated in the name of Jesus. Who are here? Gift, come, come, be activated. Potential energy turn into kinetic energy in the name of the Lord Jesus. Potential energy turn into kinetic energy in the name of Jesus. I command gifts to be activated. Gifts to be activated in the name of the Lord Jesus. See, Brata Lia Sutaranda Ya Elia Sundri Padiza Repedi Rotasa Lia Tasha Zepi Karianda Liso Rombetila Ganda Liborotua. I command gifts to be activated in the name of the Lord Jesus from everywhere all across the nations of the earth. Where this where you are where you are viewing, I command gifts to be activated. Come on, come on, like fire in the bones. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I speak to gifts. Jack up, jack up, jump up. In the name of the Lord, be activated. In the name of the Lord Jesus, and I release grace upon you to maximize the gifts, to use your gift in season and out of season. You shall never get weary in well doing. You shall never get tired of maximizing your gift. Receive grace to maximize your gift. I decree so. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. I want to thank you for your time. I want to say, big God bless you. I want to please encourage you to keep praying this line of prayer. And please invite a friend next time you are watching. Tomorrow when you are watching, invite a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share this video. Like it. Make a comment. And I trust God that your life also will never remain the same. Thank you for your time. God bless you. Grace to you.